everyone. Welcome back to Blurred Box. I'm Chloe. I'm Sophie. And I am Andrew. And, and he is Clifford. Clifford, you want to say hi to everyone? Um, yeah, hi. I'm glad to be on here um, as a guest and future co-host. Um, yeah, I mean, going on a podcast, something I've always wanted to do, and I'm really happy to be here. I'm glad Andrew um, got me into this. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so you kind of spilled the beans already before we, we we let everyone know. But yeah. So Clifford's our new po- uh, podcast co-host coming in starting from next year. Um, Andrew and I are, along with Pooja, our seniors. So unfortunately, we will be leaving you all. But not to worry, because Clifford and Sophie will be taking on as new anchors of Blurred Box, along with some new, excited, cool people. So yeah, that's kind of like the main first news. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, in the last episode, we tackled the college process from personal perspectives, and we're going to definitely come back to that with the help of some reoccurring guests from the last season. But today we're going to talk about something else. We've already introduced you to our special someone. So Andrew, why don't you tell us a bit about how you met Clifford and kind of how we've managed to pull him onto here? Yeah. Clifford's a year below me at Trinity for all of our devoted listeners who are diehard Trinity fans now. And, um, you know, at brick and mortar schools, you really get to meet people, um, even if you don't have classes in them. No shade. Um, <laughs> and so Clifford and I, we, I mean, I feel like I'd seen you around, Cliff, but then uh, we really sort of, you know, bonded, one might say, over um, our school satire magazine. Um, Okay, so how did Cliff end up on the podcast? Um, Chloe and all of you guys, you were like, Andrew, um, we really love your perspective and your charm and your wit and just that brick and mortar vibe. And I was like, stop it, guys. And they were like, Andrew, you're leaving next year. And I said, I know, I'm sad. And so (laughs) I'll speed this story up. Um, But so they're like, find someone to replace you who's also a brick and mortar school person. Well, that and just makes I, it sound really transactional and not cruel at all. <laughs> True. Um, we only okay. want you for your school status. Right. Like, thanks. It's sad. <laughs> well, and also oh, someone who's charming and witty and amazing. And so I went to Clifford and I was like, hey, do you like the sound of your own voice? And he said, what? <laughs> um, and no. And then I sort of explained. I was like, it's a great great group of people a good time devoted listeners shout out to all of you real fans and so he he's here now and that's the story i think but i'll let him speak to his side because i don't know if he heard it that way <laughs> yeah well, i think i did and i was i was very happy to see that message from andrew and yeah, the garlic has been a big part of my time at trinity um it's and it's given me in its own way kind of an outlet for you know more of the satirical side of my voice and it was giving me something to write in, but I think a podcast, very different kind of expression. We're going to go into that a bit in this yeah. episode, but yeah, a little bit about me. Um, so yeah, as Andrew said, I'm currently a junior at Trinity and I am, I'm a senior editor of the garlic as well as a writer and um, some other things I do on the side. Um, I produce and compose and write music. Um, I've had as much time for that recently, but it's something I'm passionate about. And I also um, act at school. And I like coding as well. That's sort of a newer thing, but getting into that. But yeah, I think I'm very excited to be able to bring my perspective to this podcast. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, we're really excited to have you too. So 
something interesting we wanted to share with all of you is that when we first met Clifford, you know, like standard thing we asked is like, you know, why do you want to come on the podcast, right? Um, obviously, it sounds cool and on, it's amazing, but like, what's your reason <laughs> for wanting to come on, despite, you know, being with cool people and talking about cool stuff? So one of the things like that really popped up to me and I remembered from like months later was that he was like, I want to come on the podcast to have this platform to share my opinions. And along the lines of that, I want to, I think the topic surrounding that in itself is quite important and just interesting in general to us. So could you talk a bit about that specific statement? And where does that reasoning and thoughts stem from, I guess? Um, yeah, I can. I mean, I think especially in this era of online school, and honestly, I'm not sure how you guys feel with it because it's just it, <laughs> it can be very isolating sometimes. And I think the internet just, you know, in it without podcasts, you know, it just it doesn't always feel like enough because, you know, in a brick and mortar school, um, you're just constantly getting into conversations with people. And I mean, I know it with my friends, like when we've been going to our weeks in in-person school, you know, we've had all this just pent up conversation, all these current events to talk about, all these issues. And I mean, I feel like a lot of the conversations I have with people at Trinity almost resemble a podcast already. You know, if oh, you just put a microphone in there, you'd sort of have a podcast. And That's I think when you take that in-person part of life out of it, and you're not having those interactions every day, you, know, you need you need something to replace that and i think that this this could be the perfect thing and that that's sort of that was my reasoning behind that cliff was quick on it i i love to hate on the whole i don't get how you have a social life um <laughs> at online high schools but no i think that's true i mean for me like coming on to a podcast um while i know it seems like i have infinite experience um and i'm just such a pro this is sort of a very new thing and something that I hadn't really thought about before I joined this amazing um, team of podcasters. And so I think it is definitely a different kind of vibe, a different, um, it's like a really different medium to talk and to be a little more on the spot, a little more free flowing. Yeah. And I think that's something that's good to do rather than just like, oh, how do I perfectly write every word of my ideas? versus like, how do I articulate my ideas on the spot? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I actually really liked um, what Clifford said, um, that it seems like his conversations at school resemble the podcast, because I didn't actually think about that. And I feel like that fact really highlights what is good about podcasts is that we're listening into conversations between people that have different perspectives. And for me personally, I think those are the best ways to kind of grow as a person because you're not always kind of sucked into your own view and your own perspective, but you're listening to other people. Um, so I actually, I never thought about it, but it seems like podcasts, like comparatively to other platforms, like writing articles or something like that, seems a little bit more human like you have kind of like a connection with the host it's a free-flowing conversation and it's a very unique way to kind of advocate and share your opinions so I found that an interesting kind of point yeah another thing I wanted to kind of ask you guys or more for Clifford being here as our guest why the interest or I think this is easy for us to answer probably because we've been doing this but why the interest to share our opinions or why the feel the need to share our opinions, our thoughts on all these philosophies, why even record a 
conversation or why feel the need for like a school conversation that you're talking about Clifford at school to be published or heard by other people? Why do you feel that way? Or why do you guys feel that way? I mean, I, I think that, I mean, on the one hand, just kind of personally satisfying, you know, I, I think it, I mean, just as humans, you know, we like to be heard. We like, we, we like our opinions to be expressed, but I think also, I mean, we, we can't underestimate like the, the amount of exposure we've had to various things. I think we're kind of told in society you know, teenagers shouldn't be talking as much. It's the experienced adults who should be talking. But, you know, in reality, we've seen a lot of of um, young people do great things. I mean, you look at Greta Thunberg. I mean, you look at all those people and we, we really, we can do that too. And I think we have to recognize that. I think part of the reasoning for like speaking out as a young person is to kind of realize that potential and almost use your youngness to your advantage to make some sort of a change. And obviously, right now we're not exactly changing the world entirely but you know we might do that someday and i think that's a lot of time that's the end goal i have a lot of thoughts of that myself actually I, I i don't know i feel like it's just something that we don't really think about until like the questions posed on us like why um why do we want to make change like as young individuals and I guess I'll be like a little bit frank. I feel like, you know, between generations, there are a lot of gaps. Um, we view kind of society differently um, through different lens. We have different priorities. And while I, I, I will admit that sometimes we don't know everything, but because we're growing, but it doesn't mean that our perspective is less important in any way. It needs to be heard because like we're going to be the ones that are going to be inheriting our society and our world um, because generations just die out. It's how it works. Um, I guess climate change is a pretty good example to this. Like, I feel like the previous generations have not been doing a really great job to kind of fixing our planet. And then we're going to be the ones stuck with everything that's happening and we're gonna be the ones that have to solve things. So it's good to educate ourselves early and it's good to start conversations early. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the, what Clifford said in the very beginning or like first answer is that teenagers or just people in general wanna be heard. And I think that's the crux of it as well. Like I would agree one of the things like, or why did we start this podcast? Yeah, to be heard. That amongst like, yes, our agenda <laughs> is different in terms of being like, you know, we started from a club and being like, we are passionate about certain causes and we want that to be, essentially, actually, it's the same thing. It's, we wanted to be heard. We wanted that cause to be heard, but along those lines, we also wanted to touch upon other subjects so that while you're listening to us talk about these things, you're hearing about all these other stuff. And I guess in the same way, it's pretty, um, it's beneficial for us too. like, don't get me wrong. It's great making f good content for you guys. And we love doing it for you, but it, it, there's something in it for us as well. So Clifford, could you tell us a bit about before we go into it as hosts have already done this for, well, Andrew's one season, but like for me and Sophie quite a while, but what was the appeal to you? Um, what did you find that you thought you might get out of this for your self benefit? I mean, I think a lot of it just comes from kind of a different medium because you know, at Trinity, I mean, Andrew can speak to this, but I mean, it, and I think he was talking about this a bit, you know, where we're told to kind of you know, write perfectly, no errors, you know, you need to think about it, revise multiple times to get your point across. You can't just say something, you know, it has to be, has to be perfect. You have to really 
you know, write it for your classes or whatever. I think just this different environment was very appealing, just a sort of different way of talking. And I think that that's one of the points of this episode too, you know, the, the um, kind of writing things online versus having this conversation. I think the conversation aspect of something is something that's very important and very appealing to me, um, partially because of what I was saying before. And I mean, I think in terms of what's personally rewarding, I think what's rewarding is just kind of getting my voice out in that sort of less censored way, like not in the form of an English paper, but in the form of, you know, who I am and what I believe. I'll also um, chime right in and build off of that, which is, and I'm sure Cliff would be likely to agree, which is also when we have discussions at school, it's a charged political climate, I would say. And it's, like you say one wrong thing and the people are not appreciative of that. Like it's very much, you will be judged and critiqued and strongly disliked. If you like say one wrong thing at school, like that's a judgment of not just your political beliefs, but like your moral character, your everything. And so like for me personally, I'm more or less sort of apolitical at school just because I'm just like, it's not worth it. Like for people who generally our school, we're very, very liberal. And it's like, if you say anything that is disagreed with, you are wrong. You are evil. You are Trump in the next coming. Like it's not good. So I'm pretty apolitical with a few exceptions. And so I think that's a real bummer. And that's part of why I like here, like not just because it's a podcast, but also like talking to different people, like, Chloe's in Hong Kong. Sophie's in not New York. Um, <laughs> Colorado California. or California or something. <laughs> yeah, it's all West. Um, <laughs> yeah. East Coasters do not appreciate the West Coast that much. It's sad. Oh, it's just a shame. But like Andrew and Clifford, to, as to your points, or maybe my point is a bit more in response to Andrew, but like you guys are saying that it's more of a pressured climate right in school in brick and mortar with trinity but then being a public kind of podcast where this is being heard everywhere like we release this on spotify apple um everywhere like you search us up and you'll hear us talking about no pressure but like things like that we say online get heard right that's the whole point of why we're doing this why we're here we want to be heard but at the same time what we say do you not think that there's more pressure to that I mean, I would say, first of all, the Blurred Box fans, I don't know if we have a name for our fans, are very kind. I haven't gotten any hate mail yet. So that's the Blurry Boxers. Plus. Is that exactly. our fans? The Blurry Boxers? The Blurry exactly. Boxers. <laughs> but yeah, so, so far, no hate yet. We love that. But no, I'd say part of it is like, I don't feel self-conscious about my beliefs. Like, I'm a, I'm a pretty confident guy, as I think. Um, people who have heard this for a while might know but I think just like part of it is at my school like even like if I even if you go like moderately liberal people are like what do you mean you're not like going to go all out like liberal is the only way and anything else is republican like far left is the only way and anything else is republican where like for me I'm like I don't know I think there's more nuance than that I'm not saying like oh like those conservatives they've got it all right but i think there's more nuance than that and i think this forum for me at least lends itself better 
to these kinds of discussions. Yeah, I mean, I think the, the way I think about it too, sort of from a different lens, I mean, it just, it, you know, like what Andrew is talking, I mean, talking in class and talking these the large groups, I think just mentally you sort of treat that a bit differently. It's more about kind of impressing people. You're trying to like kind of put out your own name more than you're trying to actually say something that matters to you. And I mean, even if like this is going out to a lot of people and it'll be on the internet, I mean, like those people aren't here now. And I mean, that seems like kind of a distinction without a difference, but I think like in terms of just how you perceive it, it, it is a major distinction. And I think, you know, that th this feels more like kind of having a natural conversation than, you know, making your comments in a large classroom full filled with people who in some cases are just ready to judge you. And I think that that's part of what makes it so valuable for me. Yeah, that's an interesting perspective because I also wonder, like, why do I feel like way more uncomfortable, like doing things in front of like um, people I know rather than strangers? Um, I always wondered, and I kind of, it gives a cool perspective that, not cool, but like an interesting perspective that we kind of view the world very narrowed. Like we kind of only see those around us. And I think that's kind of like the cause of a lot of echo chambers. Um, and I think that's probably something that's happening in your school um, where your thoughts particularly don't matter it's more of like as a collective and you have to kind of go into that collective but in a podcast and I think what we've curated um, really well is that it's not an echo chamber it's about bringing this different perspective it's about challenging ideas and questioning things and discussing um, and listening to each other so I think the main thing, yeah, it is a mental thing. Uh, I think we have different intentions when we are talking to those we know, um, especially in a school environment. Um, but it's also about kind of the environment that we've curated, I think. Yeah, 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 for sure. I like that. I know this veers a bit, um, this veered a bit from what we had originally asked, but I like where, where that headed and like what you guys said about that. Um, for our co-hosts a little bit, what did you guys, from the question that was posed before, what did you guys gain or lose from coming on this podcast? How have you grown as a person or how have you, how has this podcast experience helped you in any way? I would say, what have I lost from it? I like that one better. Um, what okay. Lost? I've lost nothing. Um, um, I've lost a void that you've all filled now. Oh. <laughs> What have I gained from it? Um, I would say some political mojo. Like there is something to be said for like, A, like you pay attention a little bit more to things when you're like, hmm, maybe I'll talk about this. So that's one thing. But then too, just like actually speaking and learning how to develop your ideas about important issues. Like obviously, um, believe it or not, like I don't mind public speaking. I speak um in public like when the occasion presents itself and i love that um i would say no that's something that you like takes a little bit of practice to figure out how you want to do that and so that's something i've gained other than of course all of your amazing friendship and that yeah i'll follow up on that um for me i just never expected to go on a podcast ever before i think um I think a lot of times in high school, like there's a lot of things weighing you down. And for me personally, I felt like sometimes my confidence was slipping and kind of like um, 
I just had like more insecurities. I didn't want to really speak up or anything like that. Um, But I really feel like being in this podcast has been such an important and amazing time um, during my high school time here. Um, So it taught me kind of that I shouldn't really be afraid to speak out because that's something that I struggled with a lot. Um, I am less afraid to debate for something that I care about. Um, And I also feel like I trust myself and my intellect more than before, which to me, it's a really big thing. And I am incredibly grateful for that experience. And I think another big, big takeaway from this podcast and what I've gained was just like the format and it was like the connections I made and the discussions I had, like all of you guys are amazing people and the discussions that arise from all of our different perspectives are incredibly engaging. And I think I've grown more as a person and as an individual through just like hearing what you guys have to say. And it's not just my own perspective all the time. It's what you also have to think. It's also taught me to listen more, kind of be not be afraid to engage in conversations that might be uncomfortable to you sometimes mm-hmm. so uh, just a lot of things and personally I feel like I've grown a lot through this experience um still very shocked that I agreed to doing this in the very beginning I mean like, I now kind of forced looking- you so that's on me but like <laughs> <laughs> yeah glad you came on board either way willing or unwilling um yeah. Thankfully, Clifford's here willingly. Not we. We didn't force him. That we know of. <laughs> About to like expose ourselves. <laughs> like we we paid him a ransom. Like he had to come on. <laughs> but yeah, I think that doing a podcast is something that I've wanted to do personally for a long time, and I just never. I gave it one shot just to expose myself, and it was like. I didn't feel passionate enough about like what I or like I was like I know I want to do this but I need to do it properly directed towards something and I think with these kinds of things you do kind of need to do that for it to matter well not really matter everyone's voice matters but depending on the topic on how effective it is I think is what I'm trying to get at and doing it through this um through this output was definitely more effective because first of all it's more interactive with more people it's about format like you guys were saying And yeah, I've definitely learned a lot. Like I've learned how to be a better speaker. I've learned how to conduct conversations better, how to interview people a lot more, not through a pressuring way. That's a skill that I've like figured out. I think if you go back to our first season and how we talk to our guests, I think not just from me, but from all of us, from Sophie and Pooja. And uh, if you were with us from the beginning with Haven, the way we interact with our um, guests are completely different from like first to fifth episodes to now like not to hate on ourselves but like it sounds more like a interrogation than an actual like what Clifford was had an appeal to come on I think is what he was saying like it's an actual natural conversation and learning to do that is so different you know as well as like learning how to curate or not curate but like create your own voice like Andrew was then saying and then growing from how you make your opinions, how you learn from your opinions and those conversations you have, like what Sophie said. So all those things I completely agree with and I definitely just loved about that experience. Um, in the vein of that conversation, I wanted to ask as well, we're curious about like the presence of podcasts. Like why, not why, but like how does that exist in your world? <laughs> Which is sounds so alien, but like for me and Sophie, for example, just to give you some insight right? Podcasts are online. There's been a huge resurgence of podcasts, I think, globally, not just in our school, 
like Sophie and I and Pooja have talked about like you know after doing Blurred Box there's been a lot of other podcasts that also came up with ours during this time period of COVID I'm not sure if that's the only thing that we can do during lockdown but um for us online, it's easy. And I think in our heads, it makes sense because in an online environment, we're in the same vein of giving our voices, having another platform online. But you guys are in person. I want to know how podcasts exist in your world and how that kind of stems. Yeah, I mean, I, I think they, they don't, they aren't really a big thing at Trinity. Um, I, I mean, I don't know if Andrew knows any, but I can't really think of any podcasts like that are affiliated with the school. I mean, people have their private ones, but I mean, mm -hmm. we have the, the Trinity Times, which I believe Andrew leads um that that's oh yes the, the, that's not a podcast that that's the biggest example of you know how people get their voice out there but I mean that that's not a conversation it's written you can't you can't have that real-time response to it with something that's written I, I think see. like basically the, the the presence of a brick and mortar environment lets us sort of have these conversations in our daily life and means that we don't really need a podcast to communicate that but I think oh, in general nice. I, mean, I, I can't speak to everybody at Trinity but like for me, I have been like starting to um, listen to more podcasts. I mean, I wasn't really a podcast listener before quarantine, but especially recently I've been looking into some and I mean, it's really, and I've also been noticing a general trend because I've been listening to some music podcasts. And I mean, like before COVID, they're just a lot of these, the people who I've heard podcasts from, you know, they didn't, they didn't really talk about their process much, but I'm, I'm seeing a real shift where, you know, people need something to talk about. They need some way to get their voice out there so now they're, they're opening up more about their creative process opening up more about you know things you don't usually hear about or the things that they would talk about behind closed doors but now there's still need to talk about it so it ends up going on the internet and I think honestly that that openness is very helpful and Trinity could honestly use some more of that yeah I'll second what Cliff started with of I don't think there are any school affiliated podcasts but I think what Clifford said about um, like, you know, people actually like saying their creative process. I'm still not much of a podcast listener because I have brand loyalty. You're my one and only. <laughs> um, but no, no, no. I think there are a lot of people who are super into it. my whole family is super into podcasts. Like a bunch of my teachers are into podcasts. I will say though, like there is something to be said because I know we said it's like more free flowing than written work and stuff like that. But I think it's definitely better to have some structured conversation where like there's an actual you know we actually do prepare for these um and Spoiler, I, yeah you just exposed yeah. us andrew you're supposed I to keep the facade us, up yeah. i thought that made us seem more professional um and i think there's something to that of like we actually it's structured there is like an actual method to the madness there are actual topics we want to talk about and like actually having like you say something, someone responds, and it's a continued dialogue versus like a little bit of discussion. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like as much as I think the the impression that most people get, including me, um, was that like when you listen to these podcasts and they're like, oh, hey, welcome back. We're going to talk about stuff. And you're like, oh, great. They're, they just like pulled this out of their pants like today and was like, let's talk about some topic. <laughs> like, no, like we actually, despite what you might think is that there, there's structure, there's planning, there, like we've got stuff down. Like, yeah. yeah no one would ever guess. <laughs> no one would ever guess, right? So yeah, um, it's it's a fun time and like Andrew said, structured conversations are important. And I guess that's a, that's a new factor that's different.
this is going to be my serious comment of the day, okay. which is that I think it would be irresponsible to record this podcast where like we're supposed to be and normally are and I would say still sort of are focused on like human rights and more serious problems without mentioning the violence we saw in Atlanta I don't know if that made it across to you in Hong Kong but oh yeah yeah. sorry yeah I saw that um I think it's horrible and terrible and I think while it does get news coverage the fact that it is essentially white supremacy again just sort of rearing its head and being obviously targeted at the Asian American community I think not to make this all necessarily political because it's more than just that, but like, I think it reflects political. part of the continued legacy of the Trump presidency, but I think it also reflects the deep divide and hatred rooted in the foundation of American society. And yeah, it brings me immense grief and frustration to see over and over and that it's almost becoming a point where we're not even shocked to see it while we should be because it's so horrible in response to that definitely something that had to be noted i'm glad andrew brought it up um where to even begin man it i think that with these hate crimes the what it does is that it's it imposes fear right The, the whole point of these kinds of things is or not the point of it just a lot of these happen often and it's sad how we slowly get desensitized to how often these things just happen in america being an asian american myself i gotta say these things just as a way it imposes fear onto everyone or or fear onto the ethnicity or targeted peoples and the thing that we can only do to do that or, or to overcome this is just try to overcome that fear. And it's not easy. A lot of the the other things that have happened through the last year towards, you know, Black Lives Matter, everything, it's all just fear towards a targeted ethnicity, targeted population. And as easy as it might be to be like, you know, these things happen and we just got to power through and overcome the fear, you know, it's it's not so easy. Because when it happens more and more often and more of us just get desensitized to it, you can't really just let it go. So I don't know even like where to even begin with that, but except say that we got to keep, we got to keep talking about it, I think is the important thing. So hence why I said the, the importance of like Andrew bringing it up, just having it on the radar, knowing that you don't tuck these issues under the bed, I think is important because yeah. a lot of that's what stemmed a lot of violence the capital riot for example is a lot of issues that just were tucked under the bed and ignored and all of that came up like in an explosion of fear not fear well there's that too but like aggression anger violence all of that just in a worse outcome so having it still on the table still being talked about it's being aware of it is one thing on its own and I think what um what what really appalled me was um hearing about I believe it was the uh, the police captain of yeah. the county where it happened. Yeah, he um he had some common I can't quote it verbatim, but it was something to the effect of like he had a really bad day. Okay. Like you know it, it it sort of it sort of reminded me about I think I believe um your former president um, Trump even said something like it's like this is what happens when like all these people are at home in reference to some other. Um, act of violence and I mean I just think that attitude is really destructive I mean trying to defend these people 
and just ignoring like the, the hatred that's coming out and just uh, just the, the, how terrible this thing is. And I, I think if we're not willing to confront it like that, you know, we're not really gonna get gonna get anywhere. And I mean, it, it really, it made me very sad. I mean, this whole event made me sad. But I mean, that, that police captain talking like that and trying to defend this, this man for what he did. I mean, that, that just, that really appalled me. By defending him, you're just not letting them take accountability. It's just like, there's a reason why this happened. It's not, it kind of deflects the purpose of, and the impact that this event happened to the Asian community. It's like, oh, it was just because he had a really bad day. It was like, no hard feelings. Like what? Um, I think, Chloe, you made a really good point about like being desensitized to this stuff because I feel like as more and more things happen and more and hate is getting perpetrated, it's becoming normal. And as like a minority and as an Asian, like I feel like we're not really looking to solve it, but we're looking to kind of protect ourselves. And like, what do we do to kind of like go under the radar, not like stand out or anything like that. And it's really sad because that's not what we should be doing. We should be talking about these things. We should be going at it head on because this is not something we should allow as a society. It's, it's just saddening to think about. Um, I don't know, I still am processing everything, but I'm glad we had a chance to kind of talk about it. No, oh, yeah, my, my main takeaway from that would just be like kind of what I said in a nutshell is keep talking about it, be, be aware of it and keep it, keep the conversation going along with many other things. I think everything else that's, that's happening in the world, there's just so many issues in our world that are happening all at once keep talking about it, keep it alive. That way things actually can be discussed to some effectiveness. With that, um, sorry to go down on that note, but thank you guys for listening. Uh, big welcome to Clifford, to our Blurred Box family. We're really excited to continue having him on our podcast from this episode on out. And yeah, Stay with us and stay with the Blurred Box podcast to hear more from Chloe, Andrew, Sophie, Clifford now, and Pooja, who unfortunately hasn't been able to be here today. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or please leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to join us in two weeks for another episode of Blurred Boxes. We'll be releasing episodes every other Sunday. We would love to hear your feedback, suggestions, and questions, which you can email to blurredbox88 at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Instagram or Twitter at blurredbox for the latest updates. A big thank you to our audio and video editors, uh, Moshe Kraus and Jiayoung Zhang, um, respectively. We could not do it without you guys, so thank you. Yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you.